High about 70 today, partly cloudy, perhaps a shower. It's always good to have a shower, right? Ladies and gentlemen, it's Legal Tuesday, as you know. I got a question for Rushman. He talks the law. He's a, a Buzz fan. He talks the law. He's a, a Buzz fan. Yeah, you can email your questions. Greg, Roadkill, Laura, at MorningBuzz.com. Uh, Answer your question if you send it in. He talks right. the law. He's a, a Buzz fan. He gets all excited. We teach every every time. He's, it's our goal to teach Ryan something. Uh, I learn uh, something new every time and, I come and, here. And, you know, this is like a home in here. It's not like your average workplace. Agreed. Would everybody agree? Correct. Yes. And, and Ryan's pretty buttoned up. He, you're a buttoned yeah, up yeah. guy. You know, you know, I no, guess, just, I mean, I mean there's tight, general. and then there's tight. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is, he's going to be, he's going to act accordingly, he's going to behave, all the rules yeah, of etiquette. We already had to get rid of the station the dildo. That was yeah, like, I, I know. <laughs> he didn't know what I was like, what's Ryan's this? coming, get rid of the dildo. It's yeah. in a trophy. Yeah. I was just like, what is going yeah. on so, here? I, I shouldn't even admit this, but I, I, you know, if you, I, I passed gas. You at, farted. During, okay, I did. We, we can handle yeah, it. Yeah, I did. But I'm trying to be polite for the counselor over here. And I did it in a way that was not, you could not ignore it. And I did it while I was looking right at him because I knew if I did it, I would then get to see how he responds. And his, his eyebrow went up a little bit. And he, he said nothing. Not he didn't one laugh. He didn't. And I'm like, did nope. you, did you fart as a child? Would you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> and I explained yeah. that you know there was only the king's English in my house. That's so right. We we you could use the word. Did you pass gas? But right. Farting was not permitted. <laughs> and, and in fact, laughing at farting was completely ver- verboten. Yeah, verboten. Verboten. Yeah, absolutely. So when my children do, which is of course you know it, it, it occurs in my house. Sure. You know, it's a non-event. Yeah. It's a non-event. <laughs> it's a non-event. It's, it's a non-event. Never happens. function, and right. it's just not an event. Sure. I don't know how you get away with it, because I would try to make this a non-event in my house, <clears throat> right. but it's butts and farts That's are funny. the funniest they thing in the funny. world. Well, I don't, I won't crack a smile, and I'll say, you say, excuse me, but they just, ha, ha, <laughs> That's you awesome. Know, listen, the, you can say the word poop in my house, right. and it brings them to tears. Right. Yeah, okay? exactly. That's what kids but, do. But I, t- even with that circumstance, will there's just no reaction. Is it funny I, that I share the same reaction as Laura's two young boys? I think it's oh, great. my goodness. I, uh, I think it's great. Right. Listen, I, I'm, I know I'm the exception. I wanted <laughs> to ask another question that came up during the, during the newscast. Last week they caught – this is back to the legal stuff, not okay, about farts. Right. Okay. Um, uh, last week they caught the Golden State Killer or whatever yes. the name of the, it yes. was. And they, the reason they caught this guy after all these years where this case lied dormant, not that they weren't investigating it, but it, it pretty much lay dormant in the, in the sense of results, was they got this guy's DNA from one of those mm. DNA ancestry sites. Right. 23.3 or whatever it's no, called. No, it's, it's fascinating. And yeah. you have to read the fine print because once that stuff goes, I'd say, into the wild like that, you lose control yeah. over who gets it. People it's, think it's just a charade oh, for the no. government. People Listen, think, no, people think oh, these I, things are directly me. done for governmental it, purposes. It, it, for those that believe in conspiracy theory, this is going to add to their right. argument that, look, your information just ended up in the hands of law enforcement. 
enforcement, and no one ever dreams right. that that's how it's going to break down. Right. But he- here's a perfect example yeah. of how the guy sends it in, thinking, "Hey, I want to find out if I'm a Russian." But and find, but it wasn't a cousin or something. It was a family member that did it, and then gave them or whatever right. the, the, the the DNA. You Crazy. have to read the fine print, and mm. DNA examination is becoming more and more sophisticated. They oh, yeah. don't need a whole lot these days right. to get a good match. And the good thing is, they got the guy. You know, yeah, no, there's uh, if, no question. If you're, if you're paranoid about it, here's an idea: don't kill anybody, and you'll be all right. Well, you know, again, you know, he hasn't been convicted. Of anything, um, so we'll, we'll see. Okay, uh, this question is kind of I'm going to paraphrase it as best I can. Okay, you have a a kitchen worker in a a restaurant, a well known restaurant, and there is an accident in the kitchen. There is a uh, it's a steam issue where steam is very dangerous; it could burn you. Your third degree burns, you know, all across the all across your body, and this happens in in a in a place where you know that problem uh, it hasn't happened like that but there's been a known these things are old they need to be fixed mm-hmm. something's been said nothing's been done the, so the basic question is it was a harrowing experience it was a very extremely close call for this employee and they are wondering that even if they aren't injured in a situation like that would they have a case against the employer? Well, the question becomes, is there, in fact, some sort of damages? And my dad used this example, um, and I, I tend to use it as well. You ha- in order to have an active case like that, you would have to have a pillar. Imagine uh, a stool with three legs. You have to have three legs to sit on it comfortably, so you have to have damages, mm-hmm. you have to have liability, and you have to have coverage. So in this instance, we don't know what the damages were, if there were, in fact, any damages. There the was the writer says they were not injured at all. Well, if there's no injury, if there's no damages, then there's, a, there's, there's really not, nothing to recover for. You have to show or explain to a jury or, or justify to an adjuster that, in fact, there was some damage to you. Now, is there a possibility of negligent infliction of emotional distress? And we're talking about an emotional response where there was some requirement that they go and get some, some therapy, there's a post-traumatic stress, that sort of thing. Certainly, it doesn't have to be in the physical form of damages. There can be that emotional component. So, especially if you're still really working not, in that environment and it's not fixed. Again, you know, there's right. there's there would be more information that I would want to vet, but without the uh, damage, the, you know, I don't see a, a viable pathway right. forward. Okay, all right. Laura. My daughter received second-degree burns on her hand from our stove. The stove company has sent out an inspector and has deemed the stove defective. Do we now have grounds for compensation for our past medical bills, et cetera? I, and I am a Massachusetts resident, so, so I don't know if you can... No, I, I would tell you that you'd want to speak with Massachusetts Council. They would be in the best position to answer that question. And there potentially could be a products liability action. That's something that you'd want to explore with local council that's familiar with the rules and process in that state. Uh, Buzz Legal Advisor Attorney Ryan Russman, they with us. My child support is scheduled to expire in six weeks. Can I sue my ex? for misusing the funds I've provided for her for the last 15 years. I I don't see a a viable action there, and the difficulty is... What if you can prove it? Well, even if you can prove it, you know, there's no contract when you pay child support that this is going to be used for... A specific purpose, other than to provide for the how for the, is that for the children? Well, I mean, listen, when you, the the court orders that you pay child support, so I'll, I'll point this out: if is child support limited to just simply paying for clothes, or could you also include camps? Can you include rent or mortgage, utilities? 
uh, how far and expansive does the question of child support go? Because supporting yourself is, is supporting the child because you're the parent. So I don't see the limitation. Yet. But all the things that you just talked about are things that are obvious, that those are the things. But if, if you're leaving the kid at home and going on a trip to Vegas, that's not – and you know that the money you gave them was used for that I, trip, that's not something that's actionable? It would be very hard to show that the funds that you wow. use were procreated for that purpose and for, from that uh, – if you will, kind of satchel of money. Okay. I had a contractor recently put in a new furnace. The quality of work and performance of the system is subpar. In the contract, there's nothing about quality of work. I gave a 30% deposit and the rest is due upon completion. What's my obligation to pay the remaining balance? If, in fact, they have completed the task, then you have to complete the terms of the contract. If there's a manufacturer issue in terms of the performance of the device, it may not necessarily be related to the workmanship that was done in, in putting it in. So I, I think you'd have some difficulty in terms of raising a question about the workmanship if, in fact, it was a performance issue based on the, um, uh, the, the furnace itself. In my divorce decree two years ago, it outlines that if, if I obtain life insurance, it must go to my daughter. Fast forward to now. I have another child. My question is, do I still have to put it solely in my daughter's name, or can that be altered to have both children as the recipients? If there is a divorce decree that says that you have to have a half a million dollars that is, in fact, for your daughter, and that is the daughter that was named in that divorce decree, then you have to have it solely for that daughter. If you want to get another policy for which provides for the interests of your new child, that would be the best course of action. Okay. I rent an apartment, and we have gotten cockroaches um, and I have reported this three times to the landlord. They've come in three times to spray, but they're still coming in. They told me it's from another apartment. I do have, do I have the right to hold rent or break the lease? I think this is unsafe for my kids. Well, you'd have to show that there was some sort of constructive eviction from the property. Under RSA 548, there are provisions that you can follow to put the landlord on notice that there's, in fact, a, a constructive eviction. That's the first thing, to give them an opportunity to mitigate the problem. And then you have to show that the active steps that they took were not measurable to fix that problem. And if you were then to pay uh, the rent into an escrow fund while an action was pending, because as you can imagine, the landlord's going to be upset that they weren't getting their rent. So you want to, if you're going to do that, <clears throat> you have to follow the statute. And I would set the money aside in a separate account so that you are showing the court when an action is brought against you for failure to pay rent, that in fact you're hold, withholding it for the purpose of them mitigating this problem. Wow. So protect yourself by having those funds available if and when a court action is brought against you. I've been working with this company for several years now and in a position that's very physically demanding. I talked to my boss about changing positions and they let me know that I either have to stay in the position or get demoted and lose pay. Now that they have a, an attendant system that if you miss more than six days, you, can't, you, you can get a warning. So that is stopping me from moving to a different position. Can a company take pay away because a, a position is too physically demanding for myself? You know, I can't answer that question on air. I'd want to do some more research in terms of how that process would work. But my, my you know, it, from their perspective, <clears throat> if the job's not being done, isn't that the determining factor? Right, and I would, I would suggest that it would be. But to give him a definitive answer on the air, I'd want to, to refer, if you will, to some more information that I could get at the office. But, of course, if you're not able to complete the job and you're an employee at will, they can fire you. Okay. Is there any legal recourse for adults posting public photos of minor children who they do not know?
Someone has posted a photo of my very young child as their Facebook fa- uh, cover photo, and I'd like them to remove it. I myself do not post public photos of my minor children for safety and privacy reasons, so I feel nobody else should be able to do that either. Either. So if somebody took a picture of their kid in public, it's probably a cute picture, and they're using it as their Facebook prof- uh, I don't think that there's any prohibition. I can't think of one off the top of my head that would allow the uh, photographer to be required to take that picture down. Say if they're in the public domain. Right. And in that circumstance, you know, I think what I would do is politely ask them, given your... Right. You know, concerns that they take it down, and hopefully, uh, you know, if they're being considered, would honor that. If I, as a photographer, go and I'm at the beach and I'm taking pictures, and I get a cute kid playing in the sand, I there is no legality I owe anybody. That's right. I I would never do that. I would never do that. That is, I there was one time I was at the beach and I, I was looking around for my kids. There was another kid in the waves, an adorable little kid, gorgeous little kid, and I'm like, I would. I'm, in my mind, as a photographer, I'm going, I'd shoot the hell out of that because that's beautiful, but you can't. I don't even want to have my camera pointed at a kid I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I could go to the end of your street. I could stand out in front of your house and take photographs of your house, and there's nothing you can it's do about it. out in the public. And that's it's weird it is to weird. think that they could post your picture or whatever. But that's I, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's weird. So well, you're right. saying you could take pictures of that boy if you so chose to. I it's could. Not it's not, it is not, not illegal. illegal. It's it not, not illegal. But, I mean, look... It, if I'm at the beach and I have a little kid, a little boy or a girl, and right. I see some dude pointing a camera at him, we're going to have a chat. Yeah. That's going to be a, hey, can I help you, yeah, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. up in the ground. Absolutely. Go ahead, Laura. Okay, I understand that if I've stopped for possible DUI and you refuse the breathalyzer, you have an automatic loss of license. However, what if you agree to the breathalyzer? Can you ask to have a lawyer present prior to the breathalyzer? Is that allowed? No, unfortunately, you're not entitled to this, the advice of counsel prior to the administration of a blood or a breath test. Uh, under the implied consent law, it's been established through a case law that, in fact, when you're being asked to do so, you're not entitled to the right of having counsel there for that decision. Uh, my ex-husband has not complied with a divorce court order. In, does anybody pay what they're supposed to and do what they're no. supposed to in a divorce? <laughs> okay. One guy. One guy. Two guys. What is, my, my ex-husband has not compiled, uh, complied excuse me, with a divorce court order in regards to the financial settlement and my belongings, which he had until September 1st of 2017 to take care of. He has changed his cell number and has not made any attempt to contact me to make any sort of arrangement. I've tried to be patient. And would be willing to work with him. If I file for contempt, that's more money out of my pocket and time from work. What do you suggest I do? Well, you can file a motion for contempt of court. I think that going through the legal process is the right avenue. We have that form to resolve disputes, and that's why it's there. You can ask for attorney's fees, and you can cite that, in fact, because of this person's uh, inability to follow through with a basic court order, you've now incurred these expenses. And I would lay those out, you know, in terms of making that argument to the court that you've had to take time off from work. This is, you know, what I get paid an hour, and, and put it right out there. Now, I will tell you that the court in certain circumstances will award attorney's fees, but it's not necessarily a common practice. So I would tell you that you have to kind of weigh in your mind, okay, if, do I, what do I stand to get by bringing this action, and what do I stand to lose by bringing this action? But the court is the proper form. Don't use the remedy of self-help, because if you do, you yourself could be found on the wrong side of the law. That's why we have the judicial system. It's there to resolve these disputes, and that's the proper form. i got a follow-up to the photography question. Uh, regarding the photography with the beach of kids and stuff, if the image is being or tried to be sold commercially or used commercially, would it be illegal without the consent? I would think that in that circumstances, if you're attempting to use it under the commercial purposes, 
there would be more guidelines that would come into play. I, I don't know the specific legality of that, so I would have to examine that uh, before I gave you a definitive answer on it. If you're air. using, it's my understanding, and I'm not legally an expert, so I could be wrong. It's my understanding if you're using their likeness to promote something um, in which it's a commercial effort and not a, you know, um, uh, non-profit or something like that, there would be an issue. Yeah, uh, that, I would that's think just, that there that's, would be. That's, that's what and, I think. And I, I would want to exactly you know, right. definitively get the answer for them. I moved into a duplex in November, signed a one-year lease. The place is great. Landlord, good guy. Just the other day, he told me he was going to be removing a large section of concrete from the driveway and replacing it with crushed stone. It is the section right in front of my garage door, which causes a large problem for me. Because I'm in the middle of my one-year lease, do I have a right to say that he should not be able to make that modification, or does he have full authority as the property owner? That's an interesting question. What I would think in that circumstance is if you're leasing the property, there would be some description of what that property is that you are, in fact, leasing. So I would ask the landlord, that could they hold off until the lease term ends, and then you could certainly vacate the property. <coughs> mm-hmm. However, landlords do have the right to right. make improvement on the property if, in fact, there is some issue with the property, and they, they may be able to do that. Okay. Laura? Okay. What is the protocol to remove a senior driver with dementia off the road? I have contacted my father's PCP with no results. He has totaled one vehicle in December that involved another driver, and he has, got one, he has gone out and bought another vehicle, not with my help. Thank you. So what I would do is, Oof. if that is in fact the case, you can contact local law enforcement. They can uh, bring an action uh, in front of the Department of Motor Vehicles for what's called a medical review hearing. And in that circumstance, the uh, person whom is being brought to the uh, DMV would be issued uh, an opportunity to have a doctor provide a letter saying that they are fit to drive. If after examination by that physician that there is not a, a their fitness to drive, then a new license would not be reissued. Or just steal a car. I can't Or hire somebody that. to steal a car. I can't condone that. You don't that. tell anybody. I can't even... I but you can understand why if I needed a car and I didn't have one, I would steal one. You yeah. can understand where I'm well, coming from when I, I say I, that. I, again, I'm not yeah. so sure that's yeah. a good decision. <laughs> I love it when he gets all uncomfortable. I cannot endorse that stealing a car. We can't, you know, Uh, don't put me in that corner. uh, All right, so I'm going to try and paraphrase this one as well. Someone that I know was charged with a crime they did not commit. Uh, There was a trial, and he was convicted. The plaintiff told three different stories of what happened. There was no evidence. At best, it was circumstantial. And the defendant's lawyer, and there's a lot of things, you know, that describe what went on in the trial, but the person is maintaining this guy is innocent. I would like to light a redder to the... I would like to light Rider. a redder. Write a redder. Have you been drinking this morning? Look, we've all lit in redders. Yes, I mean, we have. each yes. one of us at our time has lit in redders. Matter of fact, it's a dying art. Tom the, the litter, <laughs> litter redders. The litter writing. Uh, key. <laughs> I would like to write a letter to the judge before sentencing. Can I put in the letter that things did not come out in court because the lawyer would not let them? Can I write in this letter that he's innocent? His lawyer is going to have to is going to have was going to have him testify, but decided not to when he said that he would uh, when he said that he would not say something that was not true on the stand. She wanted him to say things that he did not do. Can I put that in the letter? So what I would say to you is this, that if you intend to write a letter to the court, you're doing so because you want to help the individual that's been convicted. And working in concert with their lawyer to have a crafted message that would obtain the best result is the best way to do that. If you go into the process by writing a letter that suggests that there was ineffective assistance of counsel, which perhaps may be what you're suggesting, I don't know all the details, then you, in fact, would create a circumstance where you may not necessarily be helping in that situation. So 
you know, it's a very difficult position to be in, I understand, because you want to bring certain facts to the court's yeah. attention, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you might be creating a situation where it might hurt your, your friend and not help them. Yeah, and I'm also getting, uh, going back to the photography question about the woman whose pictures on Facebook, her kids' pictures on Facebook, somebody's emailing me saying, although it is not often enforced, Facebook's terms of service requires your primary photo be of you. Uh, that that may be true, and if you want to find out more about that, you could go to uh, you could go to the Facebook you know um, terms of service, and I believe it's on page uh, five thousand of six hundred and eighty two, and it's also written in Russian. But you know you may struggle to understand it. Right. I believe it says in Russian clearly, any picture you post as your profile picture should be of you. So good good luck with that. I'm actually, but I'm, the, the email was serious. Go ahead, one more. Laura. Okay, I grew up and have lived in a town close by. In New Hampshire, my girlfriend and I and another couple signed a lease and have been sharing an apartment in Massachusetts. These are getting crazy. Oh, yeah, Me and my girlfriend that's what I'm talking about. just both received $500 fines for registration <laughs> compliance citations stating that if we were to be parked in Massachusetts for a period greater than 30 days, we need to register to that town. Is mm. it a valid defense to say uh, to state that my New Hampshire location is my primary location. It is currently my legal ad- mailing address, registration address, but I spend equal times in both towns. So unfortunately, I'm not licensed to practice in Massachusetts, so I can't answer the question as to whether or not that would serve as a viable defense. So I, I have to refer you to I local am. counsel. Scotty is yeah, uh, registered, and he can answer and that question. He, he you also take that asked, ticket and you just throw it away. Yeah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. What is to say that I will not receive the same citation by New Hampshire? Hampshire because I spend half my time. Scotty, you want to handle that one too? Again, throw yeah. it away. Yeah, yeah. I, throw it away. Yeah, again. I'm sorry, th- counselor. Yeah. Yeah. We've already, sure. already, okay. okay. already spoken. He's already already spoken. I performed in mass. Go ahead. Right. What right. Would you like no, that? but uh, but I would tell you is that we, we <laughs> talked about this briefly off air is that you have to be you know aware uh, that there are jurisdictions upon both sides of the New Hampshire border. Maine, in particular, is is one that we were speaking about. That there are re- residency requirements, and it would subject you to not only the income tax, but as you're hearing on air this morning, uh, they also have local ordinances about you know having the individual register their car in that particular town. It's a loss of tax revenue. There are individuals that are out there that are actually driving around, particularly at night, looking to see what vehicles are parked there. So you you want to comply with the law. Yeah. Uh, Scotty is, by the way, Scotty is practiced in Massachusetts cash only. Yeah. Uh, it's a cash only business. <laughs> it's a cash That's only it. Business. And it's okay. only on tu- food. Tuesdays and Thursdays around the back in the van. That's in legal advice. Yep. It's got legal advice down from the by the spray paint. Yeah, down by the river. Wow, did you just make a movie Ke- reference? Kelly Brown. That's, a, that's, a, that's a Farley guy, right? Yeah. Look yeah. at you. Yeah. Look at you. I'm Look so, at- I cry a little bit. You said class. Yeah. Well, hold on. I am 35 years old. That's the guy. I am divorced, <laughs> and I live in a van down by the river. Did you ever watch no. SNL? Have yeah. you watched an episode no, of Saturday Night Live? I just know that for some reason, I just it's in my lexicon. I can't explain how it ended up there, but I know it. We are never Ryan, watched SNL. We are, without a question, Ryan's blue collar pop culture yes. buddies. We, no, you know what I mean? That's the guy, though. <laughs> Kelly, one last question. Uh, another national case. Ryan uh, Ashley Judd says Harvey Weinstein torpedoed her career. She's suing him 
how hard is that going to be to, to well prove? you know that's interesting all of those um you Me know too. innuendos mm-hmm. with the torpedo and 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 so on um i believe it too by the way 100 percent. i think it's going to be difficult you know one of the things that they would have to show is that there was in fact a loss of revenue there that she wouldn't have ordinarily have gotten the position and and, le- and let's be frank there are lots of actresses in hollywood lots of folks that may have been you know very suitable for that particular role so i think it'd be hard for them to say that she was the only one that could have been in that in that particular but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if she's the only one. It matters that the guy blacklisted her and blackballed her and made sure it's that other be, people didn't hire her. It's going to be difficult for her to establish that. Again, you know, we're, we're talking about you know an industry where there are lots of favors that are owed. There, it's not necessarily all done on the up and up. And, and let me be clear: I'm not in any way, in shape, form condoning. You know what? I know. The of accusations, course. but what I would tell you is that as a legal question, it's going to be hard for her to, yeah. to make that argument, or not to, to prove that argument. And, and the funny thing is, is that everybody knew. Everybody knew. In that industry, he was a monster to people, and they knew. And they kissed his ass one because... one thing to know, one thing to prove it, though. I, I agree. I agree. I, 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 under, I fully understand that. I just think that that was, existed to, that was allowed to exist for so long, and shame on anybody to let that kind of stuff go on. Well, the, Brutal. But I, I would be careful, though, only because you know we're talking about an industry that, as you said, that condoned this for a number of years. You know, There's people that have actually called out some of these actresses and said, well, why, why don't you step forward? And I think that's part of the culture that existed is that there was this, this, if you will, requirement to be silent about, about well, abhorrent behavior. I, and, and, that, and I understand that, too. Some did and got crushed. Yeah. Right? Some no, did and got true. crushed. So, all right. Well, anyway, good to see you, Council. Lumpen nice Nation, job. great to be here. Nicely. He's Love learned, you guys. learned a little bit about, you know, it's always Greg's a little farts. life lesson. I a mean, bit of a there's life a large penis on the table, yeah. and I It's just, rubber. It's not real. It, it doesn't. It's, <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, well, it's one just, of us molded yeah, it. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. God. Okay. Council, thank you very much. Look at Laura. Oh, we got a break. We got news and sports. Uh, we'll be right back. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ooh, watch out for that flying guitar.